0: We're live on the Inside Life and Godliness podcast. This is Nuram Ihoma, your host for the show. Here we talk about fig lifestyle and arbitrary issues. And you're very much welcome to this lovely episode, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> and the best Christian episode in the whole of Africa. You're welcome guys if this is your first time here you're very much welcome to this podcast i hope that you're going to have a fun time here and you're going to be edified as well you can share this podcast with your family friends and loved ones if you're a returning listener oh my god thank you so 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 much thank you so much please as well you can share it with your friends family loved ones and your enemies as well so how are you doing and how have you been faring um i hope your journey has been productive so far we are going to continue from our last episode on the security of god's word. this is part two so this episode is going to be quite short and i hope (laughs) i every time every time i say that this episode is going to be short it does not end up being short but i hope i hope (laughs) that this time it will be different so just as we were talking about the security of God's word, we stopped at the last episode. We stopped at how the God's word gives you freedom from danger. Because that's the definition of security according to the dictionary. The second thing that we can say that God, God's word gives you is freedom from fear or anxiety. Freedom from fear or anxiety of course we know that scripture where the bible says that for god has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love of boldness and of a sound mind you find that in timothy um i didn't check for the exact scripture but if you know where it is please you can just send a comment send a comment as to where that is particularly written in the bible but this goes to show us that if you're If you're suffering from anxiety, or if you're suffering from fear, but if you're suffering from anxiety or you're suffering from fear, first of all, let me say this, that people that suffer from fear or anxiety are doing so because they do not feel secure, which means that if you're secure, you you should be free from fear or anxiety, and this is what the word of God fast to you. Freedom from fear and anxiety. A lot of times we can be scared of the future, we can be scared of what tomorrow will be. we can be scared of what exactly is going to happen to our life we can be scared of, oh, what if our lives are not going in the right direction and what if, many times we usually think that because God is demanding something from you which means God wants to mismanage your life something that if there is anybody between you that you are mortal, a mortal entity that you you can't even see far that you don't even know anything. You know. it's even God that even gave you the wisdom that you're using to live on Earth now. And God has been living from time, from time past to time future to time present. That lives in eternity, where He has seen all things. He knows the beginning, knows the end. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the middle. He knows everything. In Him, do all things consist. Now, without this definition, if there's anybody at all, and He's even the one that created you. He knows the purpose for which He created you. He has the manual to your life. He has the guide to your life. You that you are still trying or if I need to, to find the purpose to your life. Now let's compare between you and this God that I just described. Who exactly do you think can mismanage your life? Because many a times as human beings, we think that we are smart, right? God wants to mismanage your life and he doesn't want your life to go as planned. And so, you are thinking that you are smart. <laughs> you are thinking that you just say you are wise. <laughs> Meanwhile, God is just looking at you that. See this one that I just created. Boy. right? So, if you are going to be free from fear or anxiety, then you must embrace God's word. Because in it, oh God, I cannot stop talking about this in god's word lies everything concerning your life if you read your bible very well you find out that you're not the first person to be scared about your life and your future david was scared you're not the first person to go through that thing that you're going through you have been crying since jeremiah cried more than you you're not the first person to suffer another person and say oh god why am i the one carrying the problem of this 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 this? ezekiel carried people's problems that he did not he did the guy just carried problems you are not the first person that they threatened they have threatened to kill before they have threatened that i will not do anything for you even elijah prophet of fire they threatened him around (laughs) They, (laughs) they threatened elijah the man that called down fire three times he threatened this man. He ran away. <laughs> and, my God, you're not the first person to meet people that it seems like these people just want to destroy your life and destroy your plans. Moses was literally head of, more. I think, if I'm, to, if I'm to count the Israelites, at least they were, maybe, let me just give rough estimates, up to a million. He was leading a nation and they were on his neck. Like, these people, they were just on his neck. So, no matter the situation that you think that you are in, you are, you, you are not the first person to experience it. You will not be the first, neither will you be the last. <laughs> so, if you know that you want to find solace, right, you want to know that you are not alone in this journey. Is the same word of God that we are talking about that you will embrace. When you begin to read the word of God, you see that your situation is not the first The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes that there is nothing new under the sun. You are not the first person to face that situation. And the only way that you can address that situation is if you go back and check how did these people address this situation? And what did they learn from this situation? It would already give you an idea on how you should address your own situation let's even leave the old testament if you go to the new testament they suffered as much in short those ones even died you you have not even died yet though you have not even died yet or sometimes people think that oh that's ah god this sin is this this yoke is just too much on me this burden is just too much are you the only one go and see paul's lamentations or go and see peter's lamentation go and see james's lamentation you're not the only one and yet they came through and yet, God helped them. God strengthened them. God held them. And yet, when it was when it looked like fear began, wanted to creep in, God would show a show them a way, or you know, comfort them. Even Jesus, at the point, it was like he was you know distraught and tired. And yet, he he he, ah, God helped him. So even Jesus, even Jesus, I were looking up to. Even Jesus, the Bible says in Hebrews. Every time I see that particular scripture, I'm I'm just comforted that we do not have a high priest who cannot, who is not empathetic. If you read some versions, they say who is not empathetic, who who did not feel our pains. He felt everything, and yet, still, after feeling everything, he committed no sin. So if we have a high priest like that that has gone through all these things, and yes, he no bent, he did not commit sin. <laughs> You already have a pattern that you can follow you already have something that would motivate you see many times in my faith walk when it looks as if um my faith is shaky when i read abraham's story i am oh my god i something jerks in me my best bible character i don't know if i've said him but my best bible character is abraham my god every time i read that man's story i'm like oh my god how did this man do this he staggered not every time i read romans 4 they say the bible says and abraham staggered not he staggered not in faith but he gave thanks to god not looking at the deadness of sarah's womb or at their aid but against all hope hope believed in hope so when when i see this thing i know that i am secure in god because if god could do it for abraham if god could comfort this man if god could make a way no matter what if this man even after all they, all, all they suffered and all they went through, they still held on to God. Then I don't know the situation I'm passing through. I can hold on to God, believing that he has a beautiful plan for me, believing that he's good and he's faithful and he has a wonderful plan for me. That is one thing that I'm so sure of, that the word of God has done for me and he's still doing for me because it's a continuous process. It is a continuous process. He's still doing for me. That's why you can't know it all in the Bible. In short, there are times, There was this time I read Romans again. I stay crying. I said, "Jesus is Lord." But I've read this book before. Again, it became fresh in my spirit. That's how the word of God is. I read Colossians again. I was like, "Uh -uh." "Is it I've not read Colossians before?" I read this book. I "Uh -uh." said, "I've read my Bible before. It is fresh. It is new. It is beautiful." In there lies your security. In there, in the Bible, in the Word of God, lies your security. Why I'm saying this, I want us to embrace the word of God in this season. I want us to embrace the word of God in this year. Don't, don't play with your Bible study. Don't play with your Bible reading. Renew your minds daily. You need it for, for the evil days ahead. You need it for the dark days that are coming. Another definition that's, that my dictionary gives us is freedom from the perspective of being laid off. Oh my god freedom from the prospect of being laid off when you are secure you are free from the prospect of being laid off right see in biblical terms the book i would forever describe when talking about this is jude verse 24. this was the first bible passage or bible um, verse that i saw that assured me of my salvation and because when I newly started in faith, I was so scared of, oh, what if I start and then I fall off again? Or what if I become inconsistent? Or what if I can't carry on? But Jude verse 24 held me by the neck. And it shows, oh, like the Bible, the Bible someone bought for me, that was my official Bible. I wrote it down. That I wrote that scripture there, Jude verse 24. It says, I want to read it out for you. It says, now all glory to God, who is able to keep you from falling away? And will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. My friends, this is my joy, this is my hope. <laughs> that is God do it's God that can keep me. Even when he looks as if that's my prayer always is that Lord, let me be receptive to your voice. Let me not stray away. When I'm when it looks like I want to draw back, hold me and let me be receptive to that voice. Because I know that it is you that, that can keep me from falling it is by your grace it is by god's grace ah you, you, your your gra cannot do it and that's why you have to read the bible because when you see it in god's word that it is his grace that keeps you from falling you cannot be assuming things that is by your strength that you, you will do it you can't be assuming that is by your power that you will do it because it is god's grace it is god that keeps you from falling and that will present you before his glorious throne hallelujah another another um scripture Another scripture that, you know, that would just, scriptures keep you going. Scriptures remind you that in yourself and by your own, yeah, on your own, no. But once you rely on the, on the ever present grace of God, then you are secure and you're safe in Him. You see, when the, let me just talk about this again. When the, when this dictionary, you know, I'm using dictionary terms and I'm bringing it in light of scripture it says freedom from the prospect of being laid off. I remember all I can remember is um first Peter, first Peter two that tells me that for ye are a chosen generation, two verse nine, for ye a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show for the praises of him who has called you out of darkness right into his marvelous light for ye get yeah, oh let me read that scripture so i'm not paraphrasing so you see the beauty of scriptures so that you see the power and the efficacy of this scripture it says but once you had no identity as a people now you are god's people it says once you received no mercy now you have received mercy hey so once i've did not belong to any family, but now I identify. I now have a family. I am from a lineage of royal people. I am from a lineage of a holy nation. I am God's very see my version. See NLT version. Another version says, But you are not like that for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. What beautiful way of describing us as believers in Christ. So there is no fear. Of being laid off. Romans tells you about this. It says that for we have we we are now we have been adopted into sonship. We are now heirs of salvation. We are joint heirs with Christ, right? We now have the spirit of God in us that bears witness with our spirit, and this spirit cries uh, this is the spirit with which we can now cry, Abba Father, Abba Father because we now have a witness in us that we are children of god glory hallelujah so there is no fear of being laid off the bible has settled all these things the word of god has settled all these things but if you are not in tune or if you are not, if you are not in tune with what God is saying in His Word, you think that today you are God's child. Tomorrow you are not God's child. Next tomorrow you are, you are God's own. Next next tomorrow you are not God's own. It does not work that way. The kingdom of God does not fluctuate like that. If you study the Word of God, you know that you are God's child, and as God's child, you must be a responsible child and stay with God. Not that today you are fluctuating. Next tomorrow you are fluctuating. The Bible says, "That whom the Father loves, He chastises." So you would also know that. On the days when God is chastising you, does not mean that you have stopped being his child. It means that you are not a bastard. Because he's chastising you, which means he loves you. And whom he loves, he will chastise. Therefore, you are not a bastard. But you will not know all these things if you don't study the word of God. If you, You will not know all these things if you don't read his word. You will not know all these things if you don't read his thoughts towards you, which are in scriptures. In all this lie your security. In all this lie your conviction, your depth in God. I pray that God will give us a heart that will consistently and constantly yearn for his word. And not just yearn for his word, but the ability to stay on the word until it enters into our every fiber, our every bones, our every essence, that we ooze the living word of God, that our lives are visual representations of the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.